0: Shabadoos are rock hard. <laughs> what, what could, I mean, like, $34 back when he was our age could buy you, like, an entire Sears Roebuck
1: house? <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> that's uh, yeah. <laughs> So what he you <laughs> paid for the farm? The <laughs> Sears and Robot yeah. House. Yeah. That was that was
0: Barb's uh engagement ring back in the day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, I think that's good. We're gonna start now. Okay. This is Rock Hard Caucus, episode seventy five. It's is seventy five an important anniversary?
0: Oh, it definitely is. What's um, the anniversary
2: see. gift for seventy five yeah.
0: years?
1: Yeah. What do we have to give each other? Some kind it of sure, precious it, metal. Yeah, it's it diamonds. feels like we've been doing this for seventy five <gasps> no, years, am I right?
0: It's diamonds.
1: Oh wow. This is okay. Rock Hard Caucus Diamond Anniversary. Diamond <laughs> yeah, Hard Caucus. You,
3: like, blown your entire load then? What do you get in a hundred <gasps> years? Or a hundred episodes. <laughs> Aren't diamonds like the yeah, that's the best rock.
4: <laughs>
2: tungsten. tungsten. <laughs>
0: Uh, All of
2: the NFT guys are into Tungsten because it's really heavy and it's like a cool thing you can buy with crypto money, I guess now. Cryptocurrency.
1: Yeah.
4: (laughs) Not money.
2: Not currency
1: either. How high do they go with those like anniversary gifts? Yeah. What's the longest anyone's been married?
2: Yeah. It would be
0: quite an accomplishment
1: to be married for a hundred (laughs) years. Yeah. Just be married as babies. They used to do that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: <laughs> Alternatively, um, let's see here. So the 70th is platinum. 75th is diamond or gold or both. Mm. And 80th, for your 80th anniversary, you give each other a pearl or another diamond. <laughs> for 85th, sapphire or diamond again.
1: So they're <laughs> eating <really needing laughs> a lot of these. Yeah.
0: Yeah. At uh, 90th, you get an emerald. Oh, wow. 95th, a chaos emerald. <laughs> Mind, um from the musk emerald mines in
1: Africa.
0: Um, 95th, you get a ruby uh, or a this diamond. Is theoretic-
1: I think this is theoretical at this point, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't think anyone's These made it this far. These are for
1: transhumanists. Uh...
0: Guess what you get for your 100th anniversary?
2: A bionic what? eyeball.
0: Paper. A diamond, but it has to be worth 10k. <laughs> To put monetary value on it. Wow. Or a bionic eyeball.
1: (laughs) One of them is paper, right? Like an early anniversary.
3: Yeah, like the fifth year. Everyone gets paper. Everyone gets paper. I love the idea of the first year being like the Lent anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) You get a loose button.
4: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, in some ways, uh, this, our 75th episode, is our uh, paper anniversary because we won... A few of these, which it's are the- on paper.
0: <laughs> it's like a heavy card stock,
3: maybe. Yeah. For listeners at home.
1: Yeah, we're on Zoom right now, so we can see each other. But if you're listening to this, you can't see us. So you don't know Damn. what I just showed everyone. Damn. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> I'm not going to tell them either.
4: <laughs> 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 no, I
1: was I was showing uh, Stella, Natalie, and Evan one of our $20 gift certificates to Raygun, our favorite <laughs> store. Friend of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> and we we won a few of these because we were voted the best local podcast in the Little Village Magazine's Best of the Crandike Awards.
0: I think it's Crandick. It's Crandick.
2: It? Come on.
1: It I sounds mean, cooler. I, I've heard both. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Uh I think we have to thank our listeners for making this happen after your impassioned plea, Justin. <laughs> after your yes. appeal to the masses. Yes.
1: Thank you guys so much for voting for us so that we could win these Ray Gun gift certificates. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. If you were in line, you stayed in line. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and here, I've got I've got uh what it said in the magazine right here. On page forty-four, if you look at it, uh, we're like the third award down here. It says best local podcast, Rock Hard Caucus, and it's got our our website right below that, which is, as you all know, rockhardcock.us. And I was hoping for like some sort of write-up about the show or like w- like anything about what this is, <laughs> but I, I guess no one at Little Village listens. That's what I'm assuming.
0: Or they do, and that's why they didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's very possible that we've upset someone.
1: <laughs> it says here: this is the only thing it says, and quotes it says they have swag.
2: <laughs> that's right. I was swaggiest podcast. In addition to also being the meanest and/or nicest podcast.
0: <laughs> and they, I mean, they have to like they have rigorous fact checking. So if it's in print, like factually. We have it's
3: true.
2: swag. It's canon. Yeah. Yes. yeah. He's uh, edited in
1: Swag OD by Soldier Boy featuring Lil <laughs> B. <Beamer>. Right here. <laughs> uh, and that, that quote, they have swag, is attributed to John G., who is our friend from South Dakota. John from Radio Free South Dakota. So shout out to John. Uh, oh, wait. He lives in South Dakota. Maybe he shouldn't have voted. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Scandal. But anyway, we won. We have swag. Do we need to celebrate in any other way? (laughs) No, not really. (laughs) Well, on with the episode then. (laughs) Uh, So in recent news, the Department of Justice released a new uh, report about their investigation of the Glenwood Resource Center, which we covered extensively back in like the 50s, like episode (laughs) 50-something.
0: During the Eisenhower administration (laughs) of the (laughs) podcast.
1: Yeah. We went through their whole uh, report on the Glenwood Resource Center. I think that's one of our best episodes. So if you haven't listened to that, give that a listen.
4: Episode 55.
1: This is sort of a follow-up on that. So if you listen to that episode, you know that most of the previous report was about how the state of Iowa is violating the 14th Amendment rights of disabled individuals by allowing the resource centers to uh, experiment on them without their consent and just, like, a bunch of neglect and all that. It's pretty horrifying if you read the whole thing. And then this report is shorter, and it's mostly focused on how the state is violating the uh, Americans with Disabilities Act. And it, it outlines how, basically, the state is just, like, funneling people with intellectual and developmental disabilities into these institutions because they're not really funding any other like community based services they're just shoving them into a building so no one has to think about them anymore essentially and it it amounts to segregation of people with these intellectual disabilities uh, it's about a 30 page report i just picked out like a couple things to uh to mention to you guys and this is the federal government investigating yes this is a report from the united states department of justice Civil rights division.
0: It's pretty shitty everywhere you look at it, but especially because, like, one of the main architects of the Americans with Disabilities Act was an Iowan, Tom Harkin. So,
1: oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't think about that context. Uh, so, this one, they talk a little bit about the Woodward Resource Center, also, which yeah. I don't think got a lot of attention in the first report. It's bad. <laughs> yeah, from I, all accounts, it's like the same shit. Yeah. Well,
0: mm-hmm. I, I have a close friend actually who worked there for a few years, and very similar as Glenwood, where, like, this place is basically the main employer in the town of Woodward, yeah. and I think a lot of the individuals who are living there, not only do they have disabilities, they've also, com- like, they are sexual offenders
4: mm.
0: of all ages, and she no longer works there, so I feel okay saying this, but, like, chronically understaffed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people having to restrain residents, things like that. It could get really scary really fast um, with both staff under, you know, folks who were working under st- without um, the support that they needed and mm-hmm. residents also like when you have to restrain someone that can get really dicey really fast.
1: Yeah, that was a big part of the Glenwood report was how how they use restraint like way more than they should be.
0: Yeah. Cause it's like one of the only tools in their toolbox.
1: Yeah. And the understaffing is also a big part of this and like a lot of turnover uh, among the staff. Like they, they talk about in this report how ideally like every resident of these facilities would have some sort of plan for moving out of these facilities and back living in the community And even when they, like, move in that direction, like, staff is, like, helping them sort of reach certain goals to move towards that. Like, the staff isn't going to last long enough to actually see that through, so it never ends up Mm -hmm. happening. And residents are just waiting forever to be able to move out. And a lot of times it's just, like, they aren't being provided with information about alternatives. And so they're just stuck there and they don't know any other, uh, you know, alternative Here's how they, you know, quickly summarize it at the beginning. In sum, Iowa's system of care requires people with IDD, that's intellectual and developmental disabilities, to live in segregated facilities to receive the services they need and for which they are eligible under Medicaid. This segregation is unnecessary and violates the ADA. Uh, they talk a little bit here about how under Iowa's Medicaid program... Iowa Medicaid Enterprise contracts with MCOs to deliver Medicaid health services.
3: Yeah, that's privatization. Right, exactly.
1: Mm. We have privatized Medicaid, which makes this all worse. And in a footnote, they say, MCOs receive a monthly capi- capitation payment, which is a predetermined amount of money <laughs> paid by the state on behalf of each enrollee to cover the cost of providing covered services. The Sounds actual, like if,
0: like if you keep their head attached to their body, mm. you get the...
1: <laughs> yeah I mean basically it says it says the actual services beneficiaries receive during the covered period do not affect the amount paid, so they're essentially they're incentivized to like provide as little <laughs> services as they can to these people because they're just getting a flat fee no matter what, like regardless mm-hmm. of how they care for the person uh and they show here like how it's worse in Iowa than most places. In 35 states, between 0 and 25 people with IDD live in an ICF. There's a lot of acronyms also. ICF is an intermediate care facility. So in in 35 states, it's 0 to 25 people per every 100,000 in the population living in one of these facilities. But Iowa is one of only five states with more than twice that rate of ICF utilization. It houses more than 51 people. 100,000 so it's you know basically twice as worse in Iowa than almost anywhere else well here's an example of a here for example one Glenwood resident uh, reportedly has talked about wanting to live in the community since arriving at the facility in 2007 so that someone's been there almost 15 years and they talk about some people who have lived in these facilities for like 50 years it's crazy Um, although his interest wavers when staff warn him that he might not be able to do things he likes in the community ironically glenwood's records showed he had not been able to participate in all of his desired activities while living there stating knowing that this resident likes to go out and he would prefer to go on every activity but he has to take turns with his roommates encourage him to get involved with playing board games with peers on the weekends so he is not so bored so they're sort of like deterring a resident from like making steps to leave the facility by saying you know out in the world you might not be able to go on field trips or whatever M- meanwhile he's also not going on field trips while living there <laughs> so it's yeah. yeah
3: like gaslighting all of them
1: yeah yeah uh, and i mentioned how they're not providing like information to these residents and their families about alternatives Here's a quote here. In 2021, the state published an online guide to community resources, but this was simply a list of programs and organizations without the individualization residents or guardians would need to envision a community transition. On the topic of community providers, the guide was not helpful because it directed readers to a list of mental health and disability service providers in Iowa that did not differentiate services by type of disability or specify the types of services providers offered beyond very general categories. So basically they set up a website with a list of places. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, yeah, that that works.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think that definitely reflects like when I was working for a maybe bleep this out in Iowa City
5: <laughs>
0: and they do like group homes and then they also do like, you know, whatever. It's really tailored to the individual needs of the person with dis- with a disability. So if they are able to live independently but they need someone to come in during the day for a few hours and help them out or take them to go get their groceries or whatever down to like folks who need 24-7 support as well as, like, employment programs. It's making me, like, hearing this makes me realize how <laughs> how good this is because constant review about, like, what are the goals of the individual? What do they mm-hmm. want to do? Like, wh- where do they want to go and how do we help them get there and make sure they have a good quality of life and, and that sort of thing? But I think one thing that's really a big component of this is a lot of the individuals we served at had parents or family members who were really advocating for them and who were, you know, interacting with them and part of their lives. Whereas it's, like, it's just a very difficult, like, thing to navigate if you're trying to get services that are going to benefit your loved one. There might Those services might not exist, but, like, you have to be their advocate at, like, every step of the way to make sure that they're not falling through the cracks or ending up in a place where they're just – like, told they have to stay (laughs) inside and play board games when they'd rather be, like, (laughs) out in the community.
1: Yeah, and what you're describing is, like, uh, a better option than these resource centers, which are supposed to be, like, a last resort. Like, preferably Mm -hmm. they'd be living in a group home or, like, you know, somewhere where they're not just, like, fenced off from the rest of the world
3: yeah exactly they um shut down so kind of an interesting thing i didn't know until uh, my brother-in-law has like very low functioning downs Mm -hmm. and um have you guys heard of options in lynn county
1: Mm -mm. yeah i think so
3: so it was a sheltered workshop And so um, some of them are really bad there. It's like a very controversial thing because sometimes sheltered workshops are like taking advantage of um, people with disabilities, but um, sometimes they're not. So like at options they would have like quote unquote jobs for the people there to do, but it was just like stuffing envelopes or stringing keys, like something to feel very adult and useful. So they would Mm -hmm. come home with like a paycheck But the um, people who were there were like very low functioning. This weren't like jobs that would be filled by someone who, um, you know, didn't have an IDD like this. This isn't a job job, but um, it was too expensive of a program. And so what they did to to attempt to shut it down was mandate that it had to pay minimum wage.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's why I've heard of options. I remember that. Yeah.
3: So but the thing is is it's not a job. So you you can't they don't have the resources to pay people minimum wage because it's not a job that someone else would take and the people who are there have to have like many case managers there working with mm-hmm. them the whole time. So like cuz it's very low functioning and like my brother-in-law has like has like seizures and like, you know, is like very close to nonverbal. And it's just like a way to give people like some dignity and a place to go during the day. And like the pride of like, he would always be like, I'm going to work tomorrow. Are you going to work tomorrow? Like, mm-hmm. you know, it it was a really good resource, but because you're able to sell it as like, you know, we're taking advantage of people, we're not paying minimum wage. So we're going to do community integration instead where like, they'll like be in the community instead of in these workshops. But the problem is, is that like, it was just shut down. Because like, there there wasn't an alternative. And there wasn't a place that they could go work where they had like the, you know, one on one care of someone helping them. And so basically, it just turned into a daycare. And he's like slid back really bad. because It's just like coloring and like, very like, low stimulation and like, it's just, it's really frustrating the way that people will use rhetoric to backdoor shutdown programs, yeah. like to say like, mm-hmm. you know, we're taking advantage of people because they're not getting paid minimum wage and like any well-intentioned person would hear that especially yeah. me like if i mm-hmm. i would be like oh yeah that's outrageous but like not every program is the same and sometimes they're attempting to just shut down the program by doing that because the people staffing it are state people who are in a union and who have education and so it's expensive
1: yeah they were so- presenting it like it was prison labor or something
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and there are certainly really bad sheltered workshops but there's no like differentiation and they're just using this like really bad faith rhetoric to shut down options so he mm-hmm. goes to daycare during the day and his like really backslid on stuff because he's not like doing something stimulating he's just like sitting there yeah, yeah. it's just so bad in Iowa
1: yeah speaking of wages um they the department of justice illustrates the point that um the state is really like only investing in these resource centers which are again supposed to be like a last resort for these people as opposed to like investing in community programs and services they illustrate that point by saying the average direct support professional starting wage is 1198 <gasps> wow oh my
0: god that's gone yeah. up since when i did it <laughs> <laughs> why, yeah. was, why would why would oh my god that's like that is such a, when i worked for like loved it so much and if it paid a living wage i would still be doing it like it was a great job i mean there were days i was like i can't believe i'm getting paid to do this i'm having like so much fun and then other days i'd be like there is no amount of money in the world that would compensate me for (laughs) what i just had to like clean up but like
1: i've known lots of people that have worked there and it's yeah everyone has the same (laughs) story
0: (laughs) There was a big, it was kind of controversial when Johnson County wanted to go to like a $10 minimum wage for everything because a lot of DSPs like myself would do, they're called sleep overnights where you like go over to the Mm -hmm. house and you are asleep (laughs) for eight hours and then you like help the residents get up and get ready for work or their day program or whatever. Um, And they were paying us at like, I think a $7 wage for each hour that we were asleep and then mm-hmm. they had to go up to $10 an hour. I'm like, I was straight up asleep. <laughs> um, and it just, I mean, I think the real solution is instead of putting like financial burdens on these programs, like make these things work when like the, p- the people doing the work, DSP, even if you're asleep, like you should still be making a... Fair wage yeah. and and able yeah, to yeah someone
3: could wake you up you're there for a reason
0: right yeah exactly. totally yeah. like instead of I mean it's kind of like for the options thing too why not pay the the folks who are taking part in these programs minimum wage like put more money into it you know
3: like (laughs) that's the problem is with like the limited resources it leads to things getting shut down Yep. instead of like it's a backdoor way to shut things down instead of saying we're going to invest more so that you know they have more spending money and we're also having you know i'm not opposed to it it's just like this was a way to shut it down it was like totally bad faith like yeah
1: it's not the fault of like the the workshop it's the fault of the state not funding the workshop
3: (laughs) yeah exactly
1: exactly. Yeah. So yeah, the uh people in, you know, uh like what Stella was doing, they're making 11.98 on average and com- by comparison at the Woodward Resource Center, the starting wage is 17.96. Mhm. Which is still not enough to deal with what they're dealing with there, but it's a yeah. lot better. <laughs> It, mm-hmm. is,
0: it is better and they have fantastic benefits. And so a lot of people, even though they had a lot of turnover, would make that like their career because it was such a good employer with relatively high wages for the area. Um, but I mean, you would come home covered in bruises. Like yeah. you were getting beat up <laughs> pretty much all day. Like it's hard on your body. It, it can be a really physical job sometimes. Like and even at you know, I never had clients that were physical or had really severe behavioral issues. But we had to take trainings on basically, like, if a resident starts to attack you, like, how do you try to like your main focus is protecting them, um, Mm -hmm. ideally, and it's, it's less about like, how do you protect yourself? How do you like calm down the resident with the least amount of harm to them?
1: Yeah, right, right. Uh, A couple other things they mentioned that both Woodward and Glenwood have been operating without a psychology director for a while now. We spoke with some providers who employ staff with the clinical skills and credentials to perform necessary services in house, including completing behavioral assessments, developing behavior support plans, and training staff to implement those plans. However, they are not reimbursed for these services. <laughs> and that, yeah, that excerpt really jumped out to me. Like, the people who are actually putting in the effort to make this like not where everyone gets stuck for the rest of their lives they aren't even being paid to do that i guess it's bizarre hmm.
0: sounds like a not for profit <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah right
0: <laughs> like if you don't care about it if you're not like completely invested in it you know like of course you should give up your labor for free don't yeah. you care about it like don't you care about these
3: people <laughs> oh boy
1: <laughs> And this is a point that they bring up a few times. Without adequate mental health and behavioral supports, people who currently live in the community uh, with these disabilities are at risk of police involvement. So I found it interesting that multiple times in this Department of Justice report, they acknowledge how disastrous uh, police intervention would be for all of these people with disabilities. So they recognize that, uh, yeah, cops should basically never interact with people with intellectual disabilities.
0: (laughs) How much do they get an hour? Do you know, Justin?
1: Oh, their hourly wage. Uh, uh, (laughs) Well, they have a good union. (laughs) 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 The only union that's allowed to, like, do anything.
0: It just sucks. I mean, like, the, the type of people that I met who were working at... Like, some of the most generous and caring people you could expect to meet and I don't know a single person who's still working there probably like who was working there when I was just because like it's unsustainable.
1: Yeah. You can't do it for your whole life. They also show here that um, data from the state shows that it's less expensive to provide community-based services than it is to put people into these institutions. And they have the numbers. It's like, between 68000 and 226000 for, like, community-based services, and it's, like, 374000 per year in a resource center. So, like, significantly more expensive.
0: That's huge. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it, they say here, in addition to the individual benefits of community living, so, like, it's actually a better life for these people, supporting people to live in the community often saves money. And this is my favorite part. It's, and then this part is in quotation marks, Just smart. (laughs) 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 They don't, like, attribute that quote to anybody. It's just like, just smart is in quotations. (laughs) It's just smart. (laughs) And to wrap things up, here's how they conclude this report. For the foregoing reasons, we conclude that there is reasonable cause to believe that the state fails to provide services to people with IDD in the most integrated setting appropriate to their needs in violation of the ADA. The state plans, administers, and funds its public health care service system in a manner that unnecessarily segregates people with intellectual disabilities in the resource centers and almost certainly many other institutions, rather than providing these services where people live in their community. So it's like 33 pages about how Iowa is uh, doing a bad job. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that's news to you.
2: (laughs) It very much reminds me of just the uh, way that after all of the mental institutions were shut down under Reagan, how people were shuttled into jails instead. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. essentially the same thing here. Obviously, there's seems like there's alternatives that are not being pursued just because
1: it's not a priority for the state. Yeah. I will link the PDF of that report in this episode if you would like to read more. I do think it's worth your time because they, they get into the details, and you you'll know just really how bad it can be for people with disabilities here
0: i think we'd all agree like the ethical thing would be to prioritize their quality of life but it's especially damning when you know even if you're a capitalist to your bones like oh well the least expensive option is yeah. the ethical option also how often the most does that human happen? yeah
1: <laughs> well it's i mean it happens like that's how it is with healthcare too yeah it's you're just right. like there are people who benefit from the status quo and so They are incentivized to keep it that way.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. But uh, do you guys want to talk about something a lot more fun now?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Of course.
1: I've got a video here if you are interested in watching a video with me.
0: (laughs) Is this this is the um, preview to the speech itself or is this the speech?
1: Yeah, this is the preview.
0: Okay, because we can we have to watch them in order. (laughs) (laughs) Let
1: me make sure my audio is working. Do you hear this?
0: Oh yes. yeah, baby! Right, right on. The, right on. The sweet tinkle. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, <laughs> I skipped to the middle because I didn't want to spoil, like you know, the beginning, which is the most important part.
0: All right, do we each have our cup of hot cocoa with <laughs> the number of marshmallows to our desire?
1: <laughs> uh, no, I have a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've got my can of uh, Major Melon Zero. It's oh, canon yeah. well, that I drink you know major what? melon.
0: Christmas, Christmas says is it's different things for different people. I mean, um, it's like, what, 70 degrees outside <laughs> yeah, for right real. now? December it's going to be
2: 70 in on Wednesday. Yeah.
0: Nothing makes me feel more like I have Christmas cheer than the um, fireball that is our planet.
1: <laughs> Watermelons are green and red, so it's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is a video that uh, Joni Ernst tweeted the other day in anticipation of a floor speech she was going to give. And maybe I'll clip this part and put it on our YouTube so we can watch it together with the listeners, but audio only for the podcast. Sorry, guys. I have not seen this yet,
2: but this thumbnail is intriguing.
0: (laughs) Speaking of thumbnails, Evan, look, clock her nail polish color. It will be important. And also clock the window outside. Looks like a very snowy scene. Is she at the North Pole right now?
1: Oh, my God. Well, I'm assuming this is a green screen, right?
3: Ah, spoiler!
1: (laughs) Okay, sorry. But here, let's play the video. Play the fucking video. There we go. (laughs)
5: If, like Mariah, you don't want a lot for Christmas, this may be your year. Be sure to tune into my floor speech this afternoon to find out why.
4: Ugh.
5: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> ah! Ugh.
0: You know your girl loves puns, but tune in, that is the most ham-handed bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you guys, like, just watching that. What do you think the floor speech is going to cover? What are your predictions, Evan? Since you haven't seen it,
2: <laughs> um, I I hope it covers those decor in this screen screen background. <laughs> 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 kind of uh, intrigued by those little uh, deer figures on the mantle there. Uh, I don't know. I hope she busts out like a whole xylophone set. Um, <laughs> You know, and she gets through all of the uh, Christmas classics.
0: Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. That would be ideal.
1: Yeah. So if you haven't seen the video, she is playing the, well, she's approximating the opening <laughs> to um, <laughs> All I Want for Christmas is You by yeah, Mariah Carey <laughs> on uh, her little bell kit here.
0: Fisher Price Tykes, My First yeah. Xylophone.
1: Yeah. Well, I know Natalie has watched this probably a hundred times, so I should, let, <laughs> I should let her do the like forensic analysis.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. So we have um, some things to note here. First of all, if you take a look at the keys, yeah. do you see there? there are numbers on them on the ones she's going to use. <laughs> so yes,
4: yes. <laughs> she
3: has like little sticky notes on them because she can't remember how to play all i want for christmas is you yeah. on this children's xylophone so it's like one two three four
1: she has zero musical skills apparently because yeah, yes. it's it's numbered all the way to the end like there's little tiny sticks on it, and it's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. 10, 11, 12, 13. Every <laughs> single note she needs numbered. <laughs> she needs the whole sequence put out.
3: <laughs> so, and if you watch this video, when she's actually playing it, it cuts really close. It's just hands. It's so, just mm-hmm. hands. So with the actual playing, oh. she's clearly not doing. And if you take a look at her nails there, they're clearly a dark green. Um, mm-hmm. But if you look at her floor speech, they clearly tried to make it similar, but they're, they're gold. And then, okay, so take a look. Go back to the regular screen, the full screen and not the zoom in on the xylophone. Yeah. So if you take a look here. Look at um, that fire. Look at that fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Realistic. first of all, I looked up her office and her office has a green wall which you obviously don't see here <laughs> and so she's clearly using a green screen and if you take a look at the window to her left
1: it well, what looks shade like of a- green is the wall in her office because maybe that doubles as a green screen
3: oh that's true
1: <laughs> her office is set up like a TV studio
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's probably it
1: this
0: is
3: Joe Biden's basement she's actually there right now and- <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Um, yeah, and if you take a look at the window to the left, it looks like a winter wonderland. But mm-hmm. if you um, look up the weather in D.C. the day <laughs> of her speech, it was it was 53 degrees out and clear. So we are clearly in front of a screen here. And you can see when it's not zoomed in on her hands, she isn't quite on beat. So well, like yeah, it's, it's the
1: same when it's zoomed in, to Like the... You There's hear the notes delay. slightly before she actually strikes.
3: Yes. So even with the numbered keys. If she did play it, which big if, but I <laughs> would bet she probably
0: biffed like 80% of the notes. So they had to yeah. just play the actual, someone else had to do it. <laughs> instead of bringing a ringer. A non-union musician, likely.
1: <laughs> it's clearly multiple takes. Here, let me start it again so we can watch like the sync. Also, let me point out. Is yeah, wrong. the last note is incorrect.
3: <laughs> she can't even do it with numbered keys and with interns playing part of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, someone transcribed it wrong.
3: Yeah.
1: If she
2: didn't give you the clue that that's what it was, I would have no idea what the fuck she was playing.
1: There's no rhythm to it. It's just like yeah. one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to play them in this order.
3: Yeah. Like why is this your like strategy if you don't have the ability to pull it off? Well like do, do, do a different stick. It's
0: because the Make em squeal video was so successful. it, ca- it catapulted her. Um, much like a hog's testicle being <laughs> forcefully extracted from its ball sack to the United States Senate, and she like she's like this is my winning strategy. Her team is all about these cutesy little viral, mm-hmm. you know, moments. So I think like when I watched it, she's like, okay, she's telling us that we're getting nothing for Christmas. And she says, if that's what you like, then this might be your year. What? No one wants that for <laughs> Christmas. Like- <laughs>
1: yeah, hold up. what'd she say? Because I was so distracted by like the shitty puns that I yeah. lost like any meaning.
0: What she's saying is
5: complete if nonsense. If like Mariah, you don't want a lot for Christmas, this may be your year.
1: Oh, okay, so if, if mm. you don't want anything, now is the time to not want things. It's yeah, a good which, time to like, not get anything. <laughs> yeah. She's always
0: trying to put Christ in Christmas like are you saying that you are sick of the commercialization of this holiday Joey? No, that's not what she's saying.
1: She's saying the opposite. <laughs> is this about
2: inflation? Is this is she going to oh, say that yeah, no one baby. can buy? Yeah, it is. Okay, <laughs> no one can afford Christmas presents this year. So, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Because Basically, um yeah. And wow. I don't, I don't think she's coined this, but when we get to the floor speech, she uses the term Biden economics, which uh,
1: it's, it's better than that actually. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get there though. Um, okay, so I want to like make sure this is all like on the record. They are playing this in the right key. The song is in G. She's playing <laughs> it in G, uh, but like we said, the last note is wrong. So if you listen to the Mariah Carey song, it's like arpeggiating a G major seven, but The way she ends it, she ends it on the F-sharp, but in the song, they go back down to D, okay? So (laughs) she plays da-da-da-da-da, but it's da-da-da-da-da.
0: Why is the American flag flapping in the moon landing video? There is no (laughs) atmosphere on the moon. There is no wind.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I think the reason, like, the rhythm, like what you hear is not quite in sync with what you see is because she completely lacks any like rhythmic sensibility.
0: She's a white lady from Iowa, like yeah.
1: They're putting multiple takes together and because like none of them are gonna match up because she's not (laughs) like, she's got no internal metronome. Like they have to fudge it. She has no
0: heartbeat. (laughs) Uh, How many times do you think they had to do this take? Like how many takes? She's not one-take Joni. Yeah.
1: Let's see. Let's see. There's one there, two, three, four. I mean, I'm guessing it's at least five, because that's what we see. We see five cuts, and there's no way that they just, like, recorded two and spliced them together.
3: Yeah. Which, like, I feel like the angle and stuff, you would, I don't know, you would have to be able to see the camera. So, like, it has to be a bunch of takes spliced together. And like it's just clearly off rhythm. One thing I find really <laughs> offensive as well is if you look up her off most recent photos of her office, there's no fucking Christmas tree in there. Mm. That's why they need a green screen. And I just find that to be really offensive yes. against our Lord and Savior because <laughs> wow. there's no Christmas tree in her office. Tony Ernst, war on Christmas?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Does she even believe in Christmas?
0: Oh my God. Also, wow. like, who came up with this concept? Like, the xylophone. was she? She's like, I got a xylophone. I gotta break it <laughs> out. Like, who is... There's so many other ways that they could have done this promo. I- I'm without- pretty sure
2: Joni Ernst staffers are not known for their musical or artistic ability. I don't think that's, like, high on the uh, CV. <laughs>
3: it's just, like, bullshit because, like... The hog castration was awesome. And then it immediately turns into this schlock. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
0: I mean, that's what Christmas does to the best of us. I think there's a larger, (laughs) larger lesson there. I think you're um, uncovering a really great point, Natalie.
3: (laughs) It's for sure the green wall in her office is for sure what they do it on. Right. You should look up her office and see if it seems right. Yeah. So,
1: we? Yeah. Do we want to watch a little bit of the floor speech that she was hyping up here?
3: Yes. I do. And.
0: I also want to ask, or just know, like, does she have to get the rights to All I Want for Christmas? (laughs) Mariah would never. Mariah would never. And I think it's very purposeful. Like, yes, All I Want for Christmas is a very popular Christmas song, but she chose a Mariah song because Mariah is the elusive Chanteuse. She will not be engaging with Joni about her <laughs> politics. Like if she tried this with like a Cardi B Christmas on, Cardi would be all over her online.
2: Yeah. <laughs> is there a Cardi We're B, I B Christmas busy song. doing like McDonald's commercials and shit?
0: <laughs> there would that would be great. Cardi B should do a Christmas album. <laughs> uh with Megan the reindeer <laughs> white as christmas for snow
1: <laughs> okay so th- this is her floor speech i i mean the whole like idea about this is strange too like you need to release a trailer it's for so a floor speech in the senate like are are people actually excited about this <laughs> like, like why would you care
5: do you hear what I hear?
1: <laughs>
5: Another thing, why are
0: senators always they have like visual aids now, and I think it's really annoying. Like yeah. big posters, white. Oh, yeah. Joni loves
2: Yeah, I mean yeah, she's like I said <laughs> conservatives are not known for their art skills.
1: Um <laughs> yeah. I know that Bernie does that sometimes too. I don't know if he like spearheaded that trend or what.
0: Oh, it's fine when he does it. <laughs>
1: As usual, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the things we criticize other senators for, it's fine when Bernie does it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and this so for our listeners who don't want to watch this video and we do not blame you, it's like a big poster of Mariah Carey's yeah. album cover for yeah. All I Want for
5: Christmas is you.
1: Yeah, she has a few of these, so we'll see the other ones.
5: Okay. I'm pawing of each little hoof of Santa's eight tiny reindeer will be heard on the roof. There's a joyful sound that denotes the coming of the Yuletide season in just a few instantly recognizable notes.
3: But you couldn't recognize them because you played it wrong. (laughs) No one knows what you're talking about if you haven't seen the commercial. The what way she, that? yeah, and the way she
0: like emphasizes certain words, like
3: denotes eight tiny poofs. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, very halting like speech style.
3: Mm-hmm. It's so deranged to see a senator standing in front of a full size Mariah Carey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: like aren't bernie's uh visual displays like graphs and charts and shit yeah, and like yeah. she just comes out with just a fucking a giant, just a crop so of, yeah
1: <laughs> i have seen bernie come to the floor with big printed out tweets so oh <laughs> That's those are
2: important
0: this song is about like i don't want presents i want like, I want, like a person, I want to be around, yeah. Together. you know, like, that's what the holidays are really yeah, about. the actual so,
2: meaning of the season.
0: Yeah, <laughs> N-
5: not Joni's interpretation, as we are about to see. The song is taking on a whole new meaning this season. If, like Mariah, you don't want a lot for Christmas...
1: Let me just pause there to say she's repeating what she said in that <laughs> other video. This is just copying...
5: And don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. This may be your year. That's because Bidenomics is causing everything.
1: Bidenomics.
5: You have no better way to do that. Yeah, it's such a tortured
0: metaphor. Like, if you have to explain five different points around where, like, the pop cultural reference and what your like your point. This is like this is like she did a bunch of cocaine and this sounded like a really good winning
3: message. <laughs> Do you a bunch of cocaine and numbering my xylophone? <laughs>
4: <laughs> <Theater> <laughs> <Senator>. <laughs> wow.
5: To be back ordered, delayed, unavailable, or just plain unaffordable. Even Christmas trees are in short supply. So don't be surprised if your only option to deck the halls this year looks like Charlie Brown's sad little twig of a fir tree branch.
1: Right. And what was the point of that in the Charlie Brown Christmas special? Yeah. Like the his tiny tree is not supposed to be like, Ha ha, idiot! Yeah, <laughs> Charlie
0: Charlie Brown, are you fucking poor? Boy,
1: poor, <laughs> broke, bitch.
0: Uh, Joni does not watch the end of any Christmas movie. She yeah. does not get the point. She's never stayed for the full church service.
1: <laughs> um, this seems like kind of rich people shit. Also, like. Are there people buying Christmas trees, like, new Christmas trees every year?
3: Yeah, like, doesn't everyone have their tree? You just get one
1: tree. You get one fake tree, Yeah. and then you use that for the rest of your life.
3: I get a a
0: real (laughs) tree because I hate the environment, and I want to fucking kill as many trees as I can during my time on this
3: earth.
2: (laughs) Is anyone
3: actually having trouble? I've never seen... There's always a tree available somewhere. Like, I don't... This isn't real. It's also, like... I mean, I think there's definitely
0: something to be said for, like... Americans think we can get anything we want on demand if we like, and it should be cheap and we should get it like in five minutes. The yeah. fact yeah. That, <laughs> that that's yeah. not the case is, and that we're waking up to, maybe that's a bad thing for the planet and like, we don't really need all that shit. Maybe that's a good realization.
1: <laughs> yeah. The, the fact that like, uh, several huge crises on the planet have just slightly inconvenienced <laughs> that notion that we can't get every single thing as cheap as possible as soon as possible. Like, these are very small, like, inconveniences. Like, yeah. sometimes I go in the CVS and they don't have fudge rounds on the shelf. <laughs> like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> also... A lot of this is just because of
2: businesses are gouging people too. It's not like mm-hmm. it's not like the Federal Reserve. Pol- like people like conservatives always just be like, "Oh, it's like the Biden Federal Reserve Board or whatever the fuck." But it's like yeah. in a lot of cases, like they're inflating prices because they can.
0: The president and like, it
2: doesn't have anything to do with their inputs.
0: Yeah, the president has no control over fucking inflation, and also like half the president a million-
1: chooses not to have control over inflation. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. Yeah, <laughs> the in America, like, half a million people died and yeah. are continuing to die. Like, maybe that has something to do as well with the supply chain as
3: well. <laughs> All those people are gone. And yeah. it's not, like, health insurance executives.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't care if my relative isn't around the tree as long as the tree looks great and there's tons of f- shit under that tree.
3: <laughs> yeah. And I get exactly what color color order, ornament I want at exactly that moment. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that would be an interesting twist if uh, she's talking about how uh, all you can't get what you want for Christmas because your your loved one that you wanted is actually dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all I want for Christmas is you. Eh, shit <laughs> like.
5: Thanks a lot, Bidenomics. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, I do want to get a few more of her like awful puns and references to Christmas songs in.
5: Whether shopping at a store or online, we are all experiencing it. With the cost of gifts up 20% <laughs> and consumer prices surging to the highest level in over 30 years, you are paying a ho ho whole lot more. <laughs>
4: Yes. oh ho my ho hole. A That, uh, is ho, ho, if you can
5: even that brings up another point. That brings up for. another
0: point that I think is really important. No one has to pay for presents because Santa makes them and delivers them. <laughs> yeah. What is she, yeah, talking, about? What is she talking about? Ruin Santa on
3: the floor.
2: <laughs> they should replace the entire supply chain with flying fucking <laughs> sleighs and reindeers and shit.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Who hey, gets it?
1: At the beginning, she said the reindeers were tiny.
0: They're tiny little hooves.
1: They're not, like, small, though, right? That's not part of <laughs> they're the really mythology. Big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, they're pretty large. <laughs> Is she saying they're getting smaller because they're more expensive?
0: Yeah, they're, they don't get enough to eat, so they're shrinking by the moment.
1: <laughs> Santa's, like, initial, his old reindeer team died of COVID, and he's recruiting younger <laughs> okay, okay. baby reindeer. <laughs>
4: Or he couldn't oh afford, God. like,
1: he uh, dissolved the reindeer union because he couldn't afford them anymore. Yeah, yeah. He's hired tiny reindeer scabs. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Perhaps the most telling sign of the times, the Dollar Tree, which had to discontinue selling some of its popular products.
1: Pause. Oh my God. What are uh, Dollar Tree's popular products? Can we them? <laughs> What are the Dollar Tree's popular products? Uh, Did
0: she think she could go there and get a dollar Christmas tree? That's never <laughs> yeah. been a product.
2: <laughs> also, you know where those products come from, Joni? They come from China. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Duku, like the Dollar Tree—that's some like
2: great example of American capitalism. Like, come on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i i think dollar tree is uh doing very well actually yeah. considering they they open more stores every day and like take over all of rural america
3: <laughs> yeah everyone's hungry so they buy food at the dollar tree
1: yep
5: the dollar tree which had to discontinue
1: i know i'm repeating this but there's like a little slip up here that i want to highlight
5: is selling some of its popular products due, due to cost doku <laughs> okay and like dollar stores
3: are usually not all a dollar it just means cheap as fuck yeah yeah like i know dollar tree calls itself everything's a dollar but like first of all no it's not i love dollar tree it's not true yeah they changed it like usually dollar stores doesn't mean a literal dollar it just means like rock bottom Mm -hmm. yeah
2: And it's not pop they don't have popular products. They have products that other stores couldn't sell and then they buy them in bulk (laughs) off of them.
3: (laughs) Yeah, those are actually
1: quite unpopular products. Yeah. They're like
2: if they're in a dollar store, that means some other store bought them and then sold them to the dollar store because they couldn't sell them. Yeah.
0: Where are you guys buying your Dooku's, though?
5: (laughs) (laughs) The Dollar Tree, which had to discontinue selling some of its popular products. due to cost constraints is raising prices to a dollar twenty five
1: pause for laughs there and no one in the senate is buying it elf on the shelf
5: (laughs) President Biden's contribution to this year's season of giving could best be summed up by an elf on an empty shelf after all, the Biden administration has ignored, dismissed and even contributed to the conditions causing these economic hardships. Speaking at the White House just last week, the president.
1: OK, this is kind of boring. Uh, nice elf on an empty shelf, though. That's a really good one.
5: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I believe
0: that's definitely an off brand elf on the shelf. And I It is be- an off
3: brand elf on the shelf. That's not correct.
0: I'm more inclined to believe that this was taken in her office than any part of that video. Cause like <laughs> there's like an empty shelf and then like a bookcase. Like what fucking yeah, store that is back? this? Yeah, <laughs> That's this was definitely a, not a they store. They created this photo. Like this is original photography.
3: <laughs> you know, I think like it's kind of good for us to not have access to everything we want every single second. Like you know, yeah. I th- I think it's good for us to get used to like, sometimes you're not going to have things in supply. And yeah. I've switched from to buying like, all of my clothing and my kids clothing secondhand. And mm-hmm. like, it's a really good way to be like, okay, like you don't have exactly the right thing that you want right this second. So you don't come back, keep an eye on it. Like, it's good for you mm-hmm. to like, not be able to access everything on demand at any moment because it does make you think of where things come from absolutely like maybe yeah. we shouldn't have access to
0: blueberries 12 months a year and I say that as someone who eats blueberries every fucking day and <laughs>
1: every like people, meal
0: yeah people have to you're like I girl mean, from like, Willy
1: Wonka <laughs> yeah <laughs> watch out
0: <laughs> Yeah, I think to your point, Allie, like if you're aware of like these and in, this invisible labor and what, what have spent what have been like invisible supply chains, like that's only a good thing.
3: It makes you think about where it comes from. Also, I'm really caught up by the fact that this is a fake elf on the chel- shelf. Also, yeah. do you guys know how much an elf on the shelf costs? <laughs> no. It's,
1: I didn't realize it was like a specific branded product. It's a
3: specific branded thing. First of all, it's a fucking scam. They try to make yeah. a brand new tradition <laughs> that you're like obligated to be all cutesy and it's like an make, your mythology. Narc-ass, yeah. make your narcass elf yeah. do like yeah. all kinds of adorable things every day train your kid to support the surveillance state, Yeah, not do Biden. Elf on the Shelf.
2: This is about Biden continuing the uh, surveillance state here.
1: This yes, is about consumerism. Elf...
3: Okay, but really, guess how much an Elf on the Shelf costs? $1.25.
1: 30, $30. I was going to say 50 but I have no and idea.
3: If you want to have a girl elf on the shelf, you have to buy a like Velcro skirt for $20. Wow. <laughs> what? That is the pink tax at work. <laughs> yeah. And
0: she comes, you have to buy her little uh, razor, her pink razor, <laughs>
1: <and>
3: <laughs> her fake eyelashes.
1: To buy her estrogen. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is not a real elf on the shelf. That is like a Dollar Tree stuffed elf. Well, I think like honestly
1: chain. like <laughs> if if they were like staying true to like the elves of folklore like they're all androgynous like you could very easily just like consider all elves to be genderless like they're not really they yeah. don't need to exist within that binary and you shouldn't have to buy a new skirt for them that's what i'm saying I read
0: yeah. or i heard re- something recently about how Bernard from the Santa Claus movies is like a non-binary androgynous <laughs> icon which i'm sure for Everyone on the call I can speak for when I say, like, Bernard was our sexual awakening. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah.
1: Uh, I don't know. I wasn't really <laughs> interested in Bernard. I-, <laughs> <laughs> I had to Google who that is. Cause I, I don't think I've seen that movie, to be honest. Really? Really? The Tim <laughs> yeah. Allen classic. Or
2: its,
0: it's yeah, sequels. Yeah, know. Where I, I know he...
1: the premise. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
1: I was more interested in the like uh inflation transformation aspect of that movie like Yeah. Oh, y- you mean there's like some magical way where yeah. I can just like very very quickly Become Santa infl- inflate myself like that's what I was sexually interested in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to kill Santa, and then you become Santa. And then mm. there's all these, like, Santa's never reading the fine print on all these contracts. That's where the clauses come in. Like, he has to find a human woman to bury him, or else, <laughs> like, he dies. the sequel's about? <laughs> he doesn't die. I think Christmas is just, like, over forever if he doesn't get like a Mrs. Claus immediately and then all the women who end up there are like lobotomized immediately (laughs) and the only like female elves like the like most powerful female elf is like Santa's waitress who just like brings in cookies (laughs) truly truly fucked up. Well, yeah. and he starts
1: out, like, he's perhaps the first divorced Santa also.
0: Yeah, yeah actually, I, I think the divorce rate is pretty high for Santas, actually. That's one <laughs> of the jobs that's really hard on a partnership.
1: Yeah. But, Do they ever um, get into, like, who was Santa before Tim Allen killed him? Like, was that the original Santa, and this was just the first time a Santa it. had been killed? I
0: think it, no,
3: I think Santa's, like, it's a dangerous job.
1: Okay, so but, it's, they die yeah. a lot.
3: Because yeah. he always carries that little card that's, like, Now you killed me. me. Now you're (laughs) me. (laughs) Gotcha. Yeah, I highly
0: recommend um, the podcast, the Bechtel Casts deep dive into the Santa Claus trilogy. It's it's really funny.
1: (laughs) I'm pretty sure I never saw past the first one.
0: I think Martin Short is in one as um, Jack Frost. Is he Jack Frost? Yeah, I remember him from like the
1: the poster, the cover of the movie.
0: Yeah, um, that movie is, I think, about, like, talks a lot about like fascism like he becomes like a fascist santa
3: (laughs) (laughs) i gotta watch that one i've been watching like a bunch of i posted about this on twitter but like a bunch of 90s movies with my kid and it's so funny because they're all like bitter divorced dads who are trying to own the new boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) oh your new boyfriend is a therapist wow what a pussy (laughs) (laughs) and he wears turtleneck sweaters Oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that's not like every second like he's a shrink he's not a real doctor <laughs> yeah <laughs> the yeah, pussification yeah. of mom's new husband
1: <laughs> yeah they, yeah they really do want you to like kind of hate the stepdad in the santa claus
3: Step dad, perfectly normal. he cares a lot about yeah his.
1: he's like good but like he initially you're like oh this guy's a fucking snob
3: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but it's like he's right like like Tim Allen is acting deranged and should be <laughs> honest. <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, he gained like 200 pounds in a day. Like something bad is happening.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we
0: should be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with weighing 200 pounds more. It's just like, it's a big change in what happens day. that quickly, when it's it happens, like,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And when you, I think the larger thing, like, That would maybe be like, are you okay? Like, maybe you have a hormone thing. Like, maybe you should go to the doctor. I think the larger question is like, he thinks he's Santa. (laughs) That's more of a red flag. He
1: he does go to the doctor in the movie.
0: Oh, he does. Gosh, I haven't seen that one in a a, (laughs) a long time. (laughs) But not a psych doctor, because that's for weenies. (laughs) That's not real. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, back to (laughs) Joni.
1: Okay. So here's her third slide.
5: Bombog. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, she said something about Humbug. Let me go back. Uh-huh. Oh, humbug of
5: essential workers struggling to provide for their own families. What a bunch of Humbug. <laughs> well, that's not right.
1: <laughs> what a bunch of Humbug. Yeah. Uh, She's so natural on the stage.
5: <laughs> this is her tight 10. I don't know if you are listening but if you are when you're making your list and checking it twice remember that president biden promised taxpayers that his build back better plan costs zero dollars. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> she looks like okay. she's trying to suck a massive dick <laughs> <laughs>
4: Pism. Yeah, we'll watch Back that again. Better-
5: better- yeah. <laughs> she's looking for the Michigan zero hammer. Dollars,
4: <laughs>
5: doesn't waste any money on tax breaks for the wealthy, and adds, you guessed it, zero dollars to the national debt. To no one's surprise, that promise ended up being a fa la 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 lot of oh
2: my god. Malarkey. <laughs> what? Damn! She's what she using say? Joe Biden's words against him. She's, yeah, she's t- saying yes, malarkey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> alright Yeah. Let me play that part for you again. It's really yeah. good, and she's like really like kind of like you know playing up a little bit of sassiness with yeah. it.
0: Yeah. I think we need a little less malarkey and
5: a little more Macaulay Culkin <laughs> in the Home Alone beloved films. <laughs> To no one's surprise, that promise ended up being a fa la 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 lot of malarkey.
1: <laughs> but she, <laughs> well, she should just say fa la la lie.
5: Yeah, exactly. That's her. <laughs> that would be
0: so much better. That's definitely what I thought she was going to go for. Fa <laughs> <But Also, la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-t. laughs> the shit hasn't even passed
2: yet. The, the shit literally has not passed yet. <laughs> like, or if yeah. it will
1: that's true I guess yeah this isn't impacting like the current economy in any way
0: <laughs> the night yeah. before it was 3.30 she'd just done a fat rail of coke and she's like okay I got it we start with Mariah I get out the xylophone we print Biden's tweets
1: it all it's all
0: connected build back better it's a lot of humbug
1: fa la 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 lot of malarkey <laughs> That might be her last visual aid. Here, yeah, let's watch her put Mariah back on the easel, and then we can quit with this.
5: Or putting gifts under the tree. So rather than passing another one of President Biden's budget-busting bills, the best gift that Washington can give taxpayers is to keep this from being a blue Christmas and simply stop Uh. making matters worse. Folks who have worked hard all year desperately deserve a break from the economic pressures being caused by Bidenomics (laughs) so they can enjoy some time with their families. And unlike last Christmas, we can once again rediscover the true meaning of this holiday season by spending time with those we love the most. Just like Mariah sings about, make my wish come true. Uh All I want for Christmas is you. Isn't she
3: implying it's a good thing then?
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Yeah. Wasn't the whole point of that like all of the materialist aspects? Like we yeah. can't actually do that because the economy is fucked. We're we're being forced to celebrate the real meaning of Christmas. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Spending time with
0: our fucking family. Yeah. Oh man. Hell. After working hard all year, there's nothing worse than having to spend time with your family.
2: I mean, I mean, we all have liberal family members, right? I mean, I hate to be around them.
0: Uh, I don't know about you guys. I'm feeling extremely festive right now. Christmas can begin.
2: Every time she says Binomics, I think of Binomicon. (laughs) The undead book of magic (laughs) that counters Santa's positive magic with evil magic.
0: Now, that would be a good movie starring Tim Allen.
1: Do they just do that with every president? Like, there was Reaganomics, and then do you just add nomics at the end of every president? It's like the current economy it's all about this president bushonomics clintonomics clintonomics works
0: that one works i think certain names lend themselves better to the to the term
1: yeah all the ones
2: barackonomics
1: we've had a lot of presidents whose names end with n (laughs) (laughs) that's what that (laughs) makes me notice (laughs) wow insightful (laughs) (laughs) That's what people this listen to this show for. Oregon yeah. Podcast. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but really, Reagan, Clinton, mm. Biden. At least, yeah. Modern presidents for sure. Yeah.
4: Nixon,
2: Washington, yeah. Lincoln. It Jefferson. started out with an Jefferson. N. Yeah. Damn, like all of Washington the heavy Holmes. hitters. Damn. Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> Truman.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> how many besides Obama? How many presidential names have ended with a? Any?
1: Hmm. Probably not any. <laughs> this this kind of reminds me
0: of like, um, do you guys? Uh, there was this statistic going around a while back about how like more um, hospital like presidents or chief medical officers, one of like some type of high up person at um like hospitals or health systems, more of them have mustaches and are named John than there are any <laughs> women in that <Yeah>. role. <laughs> so there's more presidents that um end with N than of v- you know, their names end with N than a variety of characteristics I'm sure we yeah. could come up with.
1: Yeah. Lindy B. Johnson fit a certain mold. Yeah. I was gonna. Uh, I pulled up my phone, so I was gonna look up a list of presidents, so I could remember Jackson. all of them. James Buchanan, Van
0: <laughs> Buren.
1: Oh my yeah, god, so many! But uh, Madison. I w- <laughs> when I pulled up my phone, uh, I had Googled Count Dooku. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> when she when she said Dooku, I was like, oh, I should memorialize the actor who played Count Dooku, and I couldn't Count remember Dooku. his name. Was, that was Christopher Lee. A, uh, I was place. gonna yes. say,
2: yeah, he's uh he's very prolific actor, isn't
1: he? Yeah, he died a few years okay. ago. But, uh, I was gonna
2: say I'm pretty sure he's dead, but yeah, he's a yeah. really good character actor.
1: Rest in peace to Christopher Lee, a star of stage and screen for a very long <laughs> and time. Browse. He, yeah, I mean he was like acting in like the forties or something. He was around mm. forever. Also played Saruman in the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah,
2: he did. Yeah.
3: yeah. That's the only thing I know him from. So
1: this is a rock hard caucus salute to Christopher Lee. Hell yeah! All right, so how do we want to end this program?
0: Should we talk a little bit about um, Chuck Grassley and his refusal to uh, spend more money on his cable package?
1: Yeah, he's in a battle with his cable provider.
3: (laughs) Do you think it's (laughs) MediaCom?
1: Most
2: likely. Uh, Yeah, I I guess he's a high roller, so he uses MediaCom. It's for it's for the Richies.
3: You know, you're fucking inked if you have a cable package.
2: Yeah. If you even have cable, then you're like, yeah, yeah you're top 10%. You know?
1: Here, of I'll read old. it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't talk like that often on the show about Chuck Grassley's tweets because it's almost like kind of hack at this point. Like,
4: mm-hmm. everyone
1: knows he's like an old moron who's like
4: <laughs> 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 typing,
1: <laughs> typing illegible tweets all day. They're funny, but it's like people know about him. We don't need to talk about it all the time. So, He has like a long-running feud with the History Channel because (laughs) they (laughs) they aren't airing actual history programs all day. So
2: he's got a point. You know he's not wrong. Yeah, we gotta listen to Chuck on this one. Yeah, (laughs) ancient aliens and like just a bunch of fucking conspiracy
1: shit. Yeah, like pawn shop reality shows. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. But yesterday he tweeted this: "My reward for blasting the History Channel for not having any history is that I have to subscribe anew." So, DirecTV took it out of my package. That's how big corporations fight back.
0: (laughs) Personal vendetta against Charles Grassley. I can just, like, picture him, like, getting out his phone and leaning over to his wife of um, decades and saying, I'm going to put the History Channel, blast them. I'm going to put them on blast, Barb.
1: (laughs) That's a pretty good uh, Grassley voice. Thank you.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The only person who watches the History Channel.
1: (laughs) Directv took it out of my package. No, I'm getting into like David Lynch territory with that voice. (laughs) So yeah, so he has a Directv subscription, apparently. But uh, yeah, he believes that it was History Channel was removed from his subscription because you know he's an outspoken critic of them. And then a few hours later he tweeted about this again. Just spent 45 minutes finding out why I don't have History Channel. <laughs> Negotiations <laughs> between four channels including History and Direct TV. And he, there's like no punctuation in this so I have no. to like interpret a little bit. Results. <laughs> if I want History Channel, my bill go from $65 to $99. I'm not paying $34 <laughs> for History Channel when there's not much history or should I change from direct to dish <laughs> he's doing he's doing like the uh, like you at an airline and you like yeah, you yeah. At them. <laughs> yeah.
0: 100%
1: <laughs> and he's a US senator
0: yeah $34 like how much are we paying you Chuck like
4: damn
1: and like you only complain about the history channel <laughs> do you <laughs> want them watch it. <laughs> I thought you didn't like it is,
2: anymore.
1: He knows what his
2: followers want, and so he needs yeah. more History Channel tweets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's true. He keeps the History Channel around for content, mm-hmm. which I can understand. You know, yeah, given some of the things we've spent money on for the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> you don't like. You don't get to be the oldest senator ever without like. Learning a little bit about what the
3: people want and serving (laughs) it to them. Yeah. More dead pigeons. (laughs) Kill more deer. Kill more deer.
1: deer. deer. (laughs) See, our. This is what the podcast could be all the time, is us just like repeating Chuck Grassley memes. Yeah.
4: (laughs) I
2: I did drive by the Windsor Heights Dairy Queen for the first time, like recently, or probably not the first time, the first time I noticed it, and I was like, that does look like a good place for (laughs) (laughs) you-know-what.
1: There's a nice obscured alley behind it where you can get some you-know-what. I used to live
0: there. I used to live literally right behind that Dairy Queen. (laughs) No, like, I used to hang out in that alley all the time. Yeah. Did you see any
2: you-know-what happening?
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's 69th Street, no less. (laughs) So, yeah.
3: I like that Dairy Queen.
0: It's good. It's a pretty good Dairy Queen. Um, (laughs) God, that was a disgusting apartment, though, that I lived in. And worst landlord I ever had. That would be a fun episode someday about... Some of the worst (laughs) landlords in Iowa.
1: Oh, wow, yeah. I bet we could get a lot out of that. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: The proximity to the blizzards did not make up for the hundreds of dollars that landlords stole from me. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Damn. Yeah. All right. Well, to close things out, uh, I want to let the listeners know that uh, I put a design up on Redbubble. I, I redesigned a certain general store logo. You know, it's been abandoned and someone needs to you know, use this logo. It's got a very nice shade of yellow on it. And I think, you know, everyone should be recognizing this logo for its beauty and not scrapping it for like a shitty, just red rectangle Mm. with white text, you know? That's
0: beautiful. Yeah, it's like, that's the meaning of the season.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I'll put a link to that Redbubble store in the episode description. You can check out the merchandise for yourself we're engaging in a little bit of capitalism for the holiday season
0: that's what it's all about
1: just like all, Senator all i Ernst want for want christmas
0: yeah all i want for christmas <laughs> is uh red <Redbubble> merch <laughs> uh
1: oh i didn't mention that i saw a last night in person i had that in my notes to talk about but i forgot there's not much to say i just saw him and it was alarming <laughs>
0: He was wearing like this very intense Washington Redskins jacket. Um, I think
1: he wears that all the time.
0: (laughs) Have you uh, mentioned on the main feed, Justin, that the next Patreon book club will uh, focus on further works of the prolific Joseph Dobrian?
1: No, I haven't really talked about that uh, in public at all. But yeah, we will be at some point in the near future starting in on the next joseph dobrian book it's a collection of essays called seldom right but never in doubt so look forward Very to accurate.
2: that Are you guys <laughs> hear me my mic kind of glitched out
1: yeah we hear you but you sound worse okay yeah that's because i'm using my worst on mic i hear a different mic yeah
2: um i just wanted to send a personal message to rob sand um <laughs> you're off the hook this time but we're, we're still watching you
4: yeah um, <laughs>
1: yeah i mean that was very clever of you to uh, decide not to run for governor because you knew what would happen if you did. yes you think this
0: podcast isn't gonna be around when you run in a couple years we'll be (laughs) celebrating our 100th 10k diamond episode i'm sure around then
1: (laughs) absolutely (laughs) hell yeah we are watching always yes
0: rob Sands stands and fans <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we are forced to stand we are absolutely forced <laughs>
1: <laughs> one more one more personal plug then i have something for you guys then we can go uh my band wombat just put out an album called befriend the giant if you like weird improvisational like noisy music you will probably enjoy that now, last thing, Evan had this idea right before we started. I haven't talked with Natalie or Stella about this yet, but the Raygun gift certificates that we got for winning the Little Village Award, um, and also I, I'm in. I'm making deals with another Best of the Crandic winner to trade these other gift certificates for more Raygun gift certificates <laughs> 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 to to share with you guys and also our co-host Chuck, who couldn't make it today uh evan's idea is that we use these ray gun gift certificates and do a secret santa among ourselves to buy each other (laughs) a ray gun item
3: the worst you can find
1: yeah would you guys like to participate in that secret santa program yeah i think
0: it'd be a good uh reveal too good episode (laughs) of for the christmas uh spectacular
1: Yeah. So I think that's going to be the basis of our rock hard Christmas episode for 2021. All right. So that's established. We'll get that done soon. Uh, and I think that's all we need to say today. (laughs) 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 Thanks again for voting for us. Uh, it's very important. We've, we've, uh, I don't think we've gained really, like, anything. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like when
0: you reach, like, the pinnacle of your craft and you, like, you get the highest honor in your field. Like, it's just, you're still empty inside a little bit, but it's nice.
3: And Sims gets boring is when you reach, like level 10 of your career and then <laughs> yeah but thank you uh, a fa- la 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 lot
1: <laughs> oh man oh boy okay <laughs> all right we're done <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the end that'll do it for rock hard caucus episode 75 goodbye